You know, most people are not smart. They're just not. And um, they're not perceptive. And um, so most people look at things and, and, and they'll believe the, the, the popular chatter, you know. Well, there is no such thing as truth. There's more than one truth. They don't even think beyond the fact that that is not even logical because truth by definition is exclusive. Truth by definition can't be everything. Truth by definition is one answer. One plus one equals two. It doesn't equal three. It doesn't equal four. One plus one equals two. There's one answer. And truth is like that. Truth by definition is exclusive. It is the truth. When someone sits in a court of law, they're after the truth. They're not after all these truths. There is one truth that court is looking for. What exactly happened? And you can't get in a court of law and say, well, this is my truth. You know, I wanted that, so I just took it. That's my truth. I deserve to have it. No. There is one truth. You went and stole something and you're going to jail for it. It did not belong to you. And life is that when you have billions of people walking around who are thieves. Because they're stealing something that is not theirs. God is one truth. And you're trying to hijack that and make it all about you. You know, I look at the picture that my little granddaughter uh, draw. It's her picture. She draw the little house and the little stick people as she see fit. This is you, she'll point to a stick person. And this is this person and this is that person. It's her world. She made it. She gets to decide who is what in it. This is God world. You didn't make it. I didn't make it. And we don't know anyone else who did. <laughs> but most people are not smart. They're not perceptive. And they love their sin. You know, they don't call it sin. They call it, it's my life and I should do what I want with it. Don't I deserve to be happy? It's my life. And so because they want to hold on to their sins, they'll say, well, you know, there's many truth and I could live the way I want to live. And because people are proud and locked in their own disobedience. Because see, when you're sinful, you're short-sighted. You don't see very far off. So that's why somebody could come and tell you there's a million ways to God, like Oprah tells people, and all Jesus came is for you to have Christ consciousness. And you buy it. Because it allows you to keep your truth and your sin and try to accept God on your terms and not the terms that he has set forth in his word. So because you're short-sighted, God has to reveal himself to you in a manner that you could 
understand and see. That's what he said to the, uh, what he said to the, well, I, I, my, my memory. It's, it's almost, uh, and I'm, 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 this is not verbatim. This is paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. He's like, to the righteous, I show myself righteous. To the humble, I show myself humble. He says, and to the proud, I show myself astute. So he have to reveal himself to you as you are. You know, some people like to say, did it take all that? Why did this have to happen? Did that have to happen for me to see? I think, well, apparently it did have to happen that way for you to see. Because you're proud. And you had to get your lessons in an astute way. And so that's how uh, God does. He, he, he reveals himself to us in a way that we, according to how we are. If you, I used to tell my daughter when she was young, very hard-headed child, just like me when I was young. <laughs> and I used to say, you're going to get your lessons hard. If your head is hard, you're going to get your lessons hard. Some of us are that way. Our heads are hard. And we're hell-bent on having our lovers, our sins, our proclivities, all our way. We're squatters on God's land. Like this lady I used to work for who lives in the landing, she would tell me, well, if God is a good God, he'll see all the good works that I've done. If he's good, look, she, she's putting him on trial. This woman who's a squatter, everything she has is God's. This world, her husband, her children, her health, her strength, her speech, her mind, her reason, everything has been given to her by God. And before she would bow to his lordship, she would say, well, I'm going to just do good. What I think is good. I'm going to feed the poor. I give to the poor. I give to these charities. I help people. And if God is good, he should accept that. Just forget the fact that, that this is God's picture and he drew it. And she's one of the stick people in it. No, she hijacks it. She's squatting on his land and saying, well, I don't have to get off your land. As long as I keep this part that I'm living in clean, I should be able to stay in it. No, this is not your land, lady. Get off my land. And if you want a piece of my land, you have to come and rent it or buy it or lease it. But you don't get to sit on it and tell me just because you keep this area clean and free of debris and you build all these little cute things and planted these flowers on it that I have to let you stay on it and I have to accept it. No, no, this is my picture. This is my land. You're a squatter. Everything you're making use of is mine. So I get to decide. But this is the nonsense that goes on in the world today. Seven billion people clamoring to do it their way. Because they've been given, they've been blessed to have free choice, free will.
God has given us free will. And yet we abuse it. We throw it in his face and shake up our fists and say, we're going to do it our way. And if you're good, you accept the fact that I've done all these good things. What a rebellious heart that is. What a heart deserving of death that is. The one who gave you life and everything you have. And you will shake your fist in his face. And before you bow to his lordship, you will say, I'm going to just do the good that I think is good. Accept it, buddy. What a rebellious heart that is. What a heart worthy of destruction that is. Worthy of it. You run to destruction. Because let me tell you something. Anything that's not God is destructive. Anything that's not obedient. God, God is the petrol that we vehicles run on. God created us. It's like when Henry Ford made that car to run on gasoline. If you try to put water in it or juice in it, it's not going to run. God created us to run on him, to be connected to him. And we tell him, no, we're going to use something else. He wants our good. He wants us to be able to function and to have a world that's in peace and harmony and love. And the way to do that is to be connected to him. And anything other than that is destruction. Hey, look around you. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just sitting here musing about this at 1.15 in the morning. But anyway, just wanted to share that. Just my little minor rant muse. Uh, <laughs> be blessed, beloved.